The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. What's going on, Miss Simi? Doing great. Beyonce time. It's the countdown. <laughs> Final countdown. Miss Simi is a, a week and a half yeah. away from getting and living her best life. Exactly. Top night one outfit has been gotten night two outfit is going to get procured on Sunday. So she's going to be out there, y'all. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. The beehive is buzzing. Mm-hmm. All around the country. Yeah, if I could have gotten into Club Renaissance, I would have, but the way my knees and my joints are set up, I can't. No, I need a seat. <laughs> I need to be able to get it moves me and then sit down with my knees say, bitch, <laughs> sit down. That's what I need. So I couldn't get, I could not be in Club Renaissance. My bank account could have afforded it. However, my knees, my knees could not. These joints, not set up for standing for <laughs> too long hours. No, I need to see. I need to sit down. Well, we're Plus, here. people be elbowing you and like. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a. It's. I'm not here. I could I could see a Beyonce concert being a, a lot of personal space violations taking place incidentally. Yeah, not doing it. I was on the outside of a mosh pit once, and I said, "If one of you white people come hither, I'm going to elbow you in the eye. Stay, <laughs> stay in that circle. I'm on the outside for a reason. Do not make me take off this boot and clock you in the temple." Oh. So I can't, I can't be in there. Turn into James J. Dillon. That was his move. Uh, the manager of the yeah. Four Horsemen. Uh, that was his number one mm-hmm. move. He'd take off his shoe and hit you with his loafer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if James J. Dillon. Oh well, he probably had. He he spent a lot of time in Florida. He wrestled mm-hmm, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, he managed in Florida. Mm-hmm. Something tells me he might have had a Hispanic wife. Because of the or Haitian one, yes, that too. Because you know, Zelina does the thing where she takes the shoe off and beats people with it. How is that not like a foreign object that you brought into the ring and you get disqualified for? (laughs) Because she brought out that that little mint green chocolate, and I was like, You can't hit people with the chocolate that while while the ref is watching. That's cheating, thing that's heel moves. You're not a heel right now, you're a baby face, Zelina. You can't do this. Disqualified. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Are you Bryce? You're not Bryce. You're supposed to be better than this. <laughs> Tangent. <Sorry. laughs> I can't even blame Mo. 
for tangent. This is just me. <laughs> We're here to talk about NXT. You can find the NXT cast and all of our programming on the web at CSPN.us. You can also search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN through all your podcasting apps. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. The NXT cast and all of our sister programming will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So last week we had Ilya Dragunov beat Braun Breaker to become the new number one contender for Carlo Carmelo Hayes' NXT Championship. For the second week in a row, we had Carmelo Hayes taking a pinfall to Finn Balor to Judgment Day, this time in a tag team match as uh, Carmelo and Trick came up short against Finn and Damian Priest. Uh, Dragunov, though, got involved and this is where we start out this week's episode. So Carmelo and Trick, they start us off with the promo, explaining how unfortunate they were last week versus Judgment Day, and how if it wasn't for Dragunov, things might have been different. Well, Dragunov comes out, because when he hear his name, he don't be waiting. He, nah. Like, what? Dragunov? <laughs> here I go. Right? <laughs> he came out. Me, here I go. That's what he's came out suited and booted that's one thing i can say about those english guys when they out mm-hmm. here doing a promo and it's not wrestling time they are suited and booted uh he says that he with was just a in mus- sh- huh with a mustache too <laughs> yeah mustache and goatee he changed up his whole I look in a week look at you uh, he said that he was just ensuring that Carmelo wasn't going to get cashed in on by Damian Priest because he didn't want the NXT title going to Raw and then him losing his title match versus Carmelo. So, of course, with the Carmelo babyface turn, they both show mutual respect for each other. And Carmelo ends it with the line that, hey, when it's all said and done, I'll be pouring champagne and dragging off, you'll just be in pain. Uh, you see when Dragunov was talking about like you know he fights and you know he can endure the pain so he hit himself in the face they flipped over to Trick Williams you see the faces mm-hmm. he was making he was like what white nonsense is it <laughs> yeah exactly I love looking at Dragunov but babe stop you got to bring the Caucasian down a little bit. You can't behave yourself like that. You got to bring dangerous. the Caucasian down a little bit. Yes, just, just a smidge. You got to turn the Caucasity from, like, he's, like, at a 13 right now. He has to bring it down to, like, a 10, because that's, that's, I think that's all he can do. Oh, um, last week when uh, MJF and them, I forgot mm-hmm. what they were doing. Oh, and they were chanting, and he was like, hey, ho, ho, hold on, hold on. Y'all got to get on one beat now. Y'all sounded real white. <laughs> I know he ain't talking. <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> Maxwell, I've seen you, Maxwell. <sighs> um, they don't have a lot of time to get ready to build this match because Great American Bash is like at the end of the month. But, I mean, with these two, you really don't need that much. I mean, this is enough right here. They don't even have to do nothing else. I'm ready for the match now. Yeah. He was just like, you don't, you, you don't got him a business one too many times. And Eli is like, well, I like to fight. So if you want to get spicy, let's get spicy. Right. And then they just fight. That's it. That's all you need. 
sometimes it doesn't take much. Right, right. So we see Mustafa Lee coming up to Wes Lee in the locker room, and he says, Hey, man, you sure you're going to do this against Dominic Mysterio? That dude's, you know, he's a snake. And Wesley kind of looks at him like, yeah, so are you. But Wesley's like, yo, man, this is going down. And Mustafa Ali's like, but yo, what about my match? He's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to come back as the champ. I'm going to be there. And uh, Ali still ain't too sure about it. It was very non-believing, Ali. What happened to the positivity? (laughs) Did it go away all of a sudden? Um, when he put those when he put those streaks in his hair, the positivity. I know. Like goodbye, red hair. Now all of a sudden, positivity is gone. You don't believe in people anymore. Wow. Uh, last week, Stacks he won the match against the. Uh, I think it was Joe Coffey, and so mm-hmm. Tony D earned his release from prison so now we see stacks picking up tony d from prison it was real cool you know they show the the envelope and then to him getting the stuff back and then they show him putting on his rings his chains his clothes and then he comes out walks out the gate and then um stacks hands him his hat to make the outfit official so tony d back in business love seeing it you know, he's been locked up since, like, May 25th. Right? Like, what the hell? <laughs> There's other people who have committed way, a lot of crimes. Many crimes. Why is he in jail? Oh. Nathan Frazier and Dragon Lee. They got the win over Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza via a reverse DDT onto Angel Garza. Started out a little slow, but once they got going, whoo, boy, did they get this one cooking. Yeah. Yeah, because at first I was just like, okay, okay, and then they said, let's turn it up, and I said, all right, all right, let's go. It was great, great. After the match, um, Umberto yells at Garza, who shuts him down and says it was his fault. Umberto leads to the crowd where Garza's with his head slumped, following in tow. Oh, you just got here. You can't be splitting up already. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, dang. Thought they was trying to build Los Lotharios up to be a valid threat for the championships, but it doesn't look like it. God damn it. They just got here. I like them. I need more kissing hands. Uh, Baron Corbin, he's still out here trying to find himself. And uh, so he finds a man standing near a bunch of torches and doesn't know how he let this happen. Everything was easy, and then he burned everything he had. Now it's time to evolve, but to what? He will face his future, and then he pulls the hood back on the person to reveal another Baron Corbin. It's like the dark hermit theme. What in the, um, what's the dude on All My Children? What in the steward? Adam Chandler? Yeah, Adam Stewart is going on here. I I don't know. No, I don't know. We'll see, but it's interesting. I want to see where you going. Who you gonna be next? He was like, it was easy. Was it easy? Remember when you were poor for a really long time? That was easy. <laughs> but 
earlier in the day, we see a clip from NXT Anonymous. Uh, a Booker T basically giving Roxanne Perez a pep talk, basically like, yo, Blair Davenport, she a killer. And you got to always keep your guard up because you, if you slip, she going to catch you slipping and she going to hurt you. And you need to be prepared to go the extra mile and step your game up because it's serious business out here dealing with this girl. And uh, they come back to the desk and Booker T's like, man, what the heck? That won't no damn promo. <laughs> the hell is going on out here? That's advising the prophecy. This is a, um, I forgot what he said, but it's like one of the thing, the legal term um, where, you know, you got to let people know that they're being spied upon or whatever. I forgot what he called, but yeah. Yeah, no, not entrapment, but something else. But yeah, he was hot. Like, you know how if, you know, because you come on this every week, you know I'm recording you. But like, if I was just talking to somebody on the telephone and started mm-hmm. recording them, it's something that that's called that you have to like, in certain states, they have a term for it. Like some states you do have to let them know, some states you don't. Mm-hmm. And whatever that term is, is what he used. But yeah, he was hot. <laughs> he was he super hot. The only thing I could think of is, damn, Roxanne is so little. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Uh, on an unrelated commentary note, did you watch the um, the Viking Raiders match on Raw? Did you get that far? Or, just, or did you turn it off before that? Yeah, I got that far. Did you hear Titus? No. What he did he was say? Like, I he think- was like, uh, Valhalla, she, 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 she prays in, uh, in the lines to like many of gods. And he's like, I only got one God and that's the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I don't know who Sarah Logan be, uh, professing her, uh, thing to, but I, I know it ain't Jesus and, and, and the Viking Raiders stink. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody knows it. Everybody understands that they need to get thrown a couple of sticks of deodorant. Extra strength. With the aluminum. I know y'all's aluminum isn't good, but you got it. They need the aluminum. They can't take because it's not great. Man, praise this Lord and Savior and call white people stink on national TV in the same sentence. I die. Yeah. A gem, Titus O'Neill. <laughs> uh, you are a gem. Jay to the max is trying to break the world because she wants uh, Titus and Booker on the same commentary desk at the same time. Oh uh, no, we can't do that. We can't. <laughs> we can't have that. That can't. <laughs> I was like, the world ain't ready for that. She was like, but black people are. I was like, okay, you got to. I don't know. I don't. That's a lot. <laughs> that's gonna be a lot. Yeah, but I like the, I like the way they've been incorporating Booker into the kind of the fabric of the show a little bit more. Was it eavesdropping? Yeah, the NXT Anonymous was. That was funny. But then you know how he got fired up a couple of weeks ago. He was out there with no shirt. And- yeah, I was, yeah. He was like, put on a shirt. You was like, why would you have a shirt? It's <laughs> not that hot. Put put on put on a shirt. Like the other day, I just saw somebody just driving, just no shirt on. I said, "Put on a shirt." I know you're in your ear. I don't care. Put on a shirt. I mean, it is like heat index so over a hundred here on the East Coast. I can understand maybe going around with no shirt. You got 
have air conditioner on. I can't walk around and shit. If I walk around and shit, somebody's going to take me for indecency. I can't do it. You, you, Put on a shirt. You stop traffic with no shirt on, I'm sure, though. I mean, but, like, it's just pretty cute. <laughs> Um, I wrote this next line just for you. Uh-huh. Kiana uh-huh. James gets revenge on Gigi Dolan with the victory via the 401k onto her big ass purse. Hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I said that's right. That's right. A big ass, pink ass Barbie purse. That's right. That's how we do. I was very happy to see it. Black queen. Exactly. Uh, last week, Scripps agreed that he and Axiom would face Lucian Prince and Bronco Nima this week. But Axiom said they aren't a regular tag team. He says, but he'll team with Scripps to keep his word, but this just can't keep happening. He shouldn't have said that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Ivy Nile, unfortunately, she climbs the ladder of success to take down the Diamond Mine banner. No! No one... I where they're gonna leave her down here and then like go up to the main roster and then we're gonna forget like they did with Electro Open. I, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. No M Dar. So depressed that he had to cancel last week's Supernova sessions. Oh <laughs> Last week's planned Supernova Sessions guest, Eddie Thorpe, is interrupted by the metaphor. We give him a consolation prize, a photo of Noam Dar. The instant trashing <laughs> of the photo results in our old Menza versus Eddie Thorpe match later in the evening. Very rude, Eddie Thorpe. I enjoy your little earring, but very rude to, to, to love that photo. You could sell different things. You could have taken it and be like, oh my god, this is so nice to make him feel better. He's in the depressive state. He's, he's he's almost kind of catatonic state right now. The card had to put a lollipop in his mouth. <laughs> feel better. Um, Scripps turns on Axiom during their tag team match versus Bronco, Nima, and Lucian Prince, which leads well, to Bronco and Lucian winning their NXT debuts. You shouldn't have said you won a tag team. See. This is the one, the only time I'm going to defend Reggie slash Swift. You should have said shit. You should have said, wow, great. And then after. See? See? That's what happens. <laughs> See what happens when you run your mouth and you're not ready for the consequences that are going to ensue? See? Um, okay, we're not attacking. Okay, then don't tag me in. Now you lose. Oh, well. <laughs> it's time for Tony D's big return home celebration. Stax has got the crew behind him and brings out Tony D, who's very proud of what Stax did. Mm-hmm. Then we see a video of the master plan. Speaking of, of a master plan. <laughs> Stax putting this thing together to string Gallus along to pretend that Stax was turning on Tony. It was all a ruse to get the tag team mm-hmm. title shot, and out comes Gallus there living. They don't like being lied to. And so they got their crew and they whip out their little shillelaghs or whatever. But <laughs> then T- 
Tony D's family whip out a bunch of crowbars, and they like, okay, 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 we outnumber a little bit. There's some physicality. Mark Coffee goes through a table, and Tony D and Stax hold up the belts. So you know what? Yes. They're not about to win them. Oh no! That's the worst. For thing. one, that has to be on the bottom, please. That's the worst thing you can do in WWE is hold up a title belt before you actually win it. Maybe this time it'll be different. <laughs> I need it to be different this time, <laughs> please. <laughs> I want a, a a Pro Bar versus Shalady match, just for my personal. Uh, Lola Vice accompanied Alexa Lopez to the ring. Lord, have mercy. But, uh, it makes no difference because Thea Hale makes Alexa Lopez tap out via the Kamara lock. So Thea Hale is on a, is, is still basking in the tutelage and successes of her, of her, of her new skills. So after the match, Thea gets on the mic and she says she wants to make Tiffany Stratton tap out. So the crowd starts chanting rematch. Tiff comes out and says, yeah, sure, you can have a rematch because you're in over your head anyway. You couldn't beat me then and you won't beat me now. But Thea's like, hold on, though. I don't want a little twist this time. I want a submission match. And of course, Tiffany Threaten is like, oh, hell no. But that's fine with Thea Hell. Because again, Tiffany Stratton gets a little too close. She puts her in the Kamara until Tiffany agrees to the submission match stipulation. Tiffany Stratton looks so goddamn good. My God, this suit. I said, let's go outfit. That's a championship. She looks so good. I said, yes. She looks great. She, she looks great. She definitely has that championship look about her. Mm-hmm. She said, I got a belt now. That means my wardrobe has to match it. And I said, yes. Yes. The hair, the bodysuit, the shoes, the makeup. I said, let's go. She looks great. She looks fantastic. Also, this was a fun promo. I love how, like, she's not, like, shook by the crowd. She's getting a little bit more, like, confident just doing, like, the, the I'm a champion now, like, solo, mm-hmm. um, like, promos. Because the way they kept ch- um, chanting you tap tap, she was just like, I have a promo to say, and y'all gonna shut the fuck up so I can do it. And I said, that's right. That's right. Go ahead. So that was a cool promo. I love seeing Thea winning more things. Sorry, it had to be you, Electra Lopez. You also look chef's kiss amazing. I'm sorry, it had to be you. But I'm liking Thea winning more things because this is all we wanted. I just wanted her to be able to win things. So this is cool. Uh, and I want to, when she said submission, submission, I said, yes, let's go. You know, I love me so I'm very excited. They brought her along very well. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole chase you thing behind it as well. It's just been mm-hmm. very well done. Very Everything good. between Tiffany Stratton winning the title and Thea Hill becoming this, you know, first contender has been done mm-hmm. very, very well. Mm-hmm. I uh, like it. Tony D and his crew 
they passed the judgment day and uh tony d's like hey dom what's up man good to see you again <laughs> and they talk about somebody that was in the yard or whatever <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so. dom he was in jail for 17 hours, but he was doing this forever, and I love it. I want him to keep doing it. I hope he never stops. So once uh, Tony D and his crew leave, uh, Rhea Ripley calls over Lyra Valkyria and tells her, yo, don't let JC Jane walk all over you. You need to fucking handle that. Uh, the Falcon Lady looked like she might be... Um, she might be headed for Judgment Day, kind of, the way they, that this looked. Mm-hmm. I'll say one nice thing about the Falcon lady. I really liked her outfit. She looked cute. I said, all right, mother. I like it. It was good. So that's my one nice thing about the Falcon lady. Did you see when Ricochet did his promo on Monday Night Raw? Asking Logan no. Paul to come meet him uh, this week again. Next week. When he did do out of the ring? No, no, that that was last week. I'm talking about this week. He was like, you know, he basically told him to come see him again next oh, week no. and have another face to face. Well, Ricochet, Ricochet had on this like purple shirt with like this kind of black something going across it, and his little, mm-hmm. um, you know, his little hair and bone chain or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, looks like Ricochet got on the Judgment Day starter kit. Uh oh. <laughs> You're trying to audition. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, um, you know, Rhea Ripley has been, you know, kind of dropping little hints about her like of Lyra. So it just looks mm-hmm. like things are going to be progressing towards that, I guess. Oh, did you stop? What <laughs> It's my OneDrive is going ridiculous and it won't stop buzzing. Uh-oh. Not my recording. What are you doing? Um, yeah. yeah, let's see here. Stop. But anyway, um, Gable Stevenson makes is going to make his decision on whether he's going to uh, continue his, his start his NXT career or if he's going to uh, basically uh, go back to the Olympics again, I think is what he basically said. Something to that effect. You should go back to the Olympics. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Probably should go back to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, Oral Menza picks up the win over Eddie Thorpe via distraction from Noam Dar and Dijak also helped a little bit and it led to a spin wheel kick and uh or Menza couldn't do it like three weeks ago when he had one job but he got it done this time oh well <laughs> what matters is the for one that's what matters right 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 uh, it was funny. Uh, she's rolling them in the ring. Him she literally had to pick him up and roll yeah. in the ring. <laughs> so funny. Like, this dude is hilarious, man. I love it. He just sat there, just like a bump on a log. And then they had to roll him back out. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. Like, no. I love it. Like, no, Mdar. I, I don't know who thought of this, but this is great. <laughs> This whole I'm like, I didn't 
Yeah. Hilarious. This whole I'm depressed and just can't go on with nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't I can't even walk. I'm so depressed. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I love it. Um, our new boo, Kalani Jordan and Dana Book Brooke. They're uh, mm-hmm. you know showing off their gymnastic skills and kind of bonding, doing a little bonding through their love of gymnastics. And uh, hating ass Corey J is not impressed. He's never impressed. He's hilarious. <laughs> so hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love little hating ass Corey J. We get a split screen interview between Blair Davenport and Roxanne Perez. Roxanne isn't happy with the NXT anonymous clip Blair, uh, excuse me, uh, Blair Davenport's like, it won't me. But she says that she's ready to face Blair in her home state of Texas. Davenport says Perez had a great rookie year, but that was last year. Roxanne goes off about how she is tired of being treated as helpless, and now she is ready to prove herself once again. Blair says you either have the killer instinct or you don't. And Roxanne's like, I got it. And, and we'll see that reality at the Great American Bash. Roxanne storms off as Blair Davenport makes fun of her. Uh, everybody thought she was walking off to go to wherever she was at and whoop her ass, but that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm everybody because that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I say you talking a lot of shit, Blair, but you about to get your shit rocked. What shit rocks now was not. I was very upset. I'm sure Roxanne Perez is going to get her lick back from getting jumped a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe next week or the week before the pay-per-view, I'm sure. we gotta, You got to have them come in on some even footing. You can't have Roxanne Perez, um, you know, come in looking super weak. That's kind of what happened because she kind of soft off. I don't like that. I was hoping for the lick back to happen immediately. <laughs> our main event of the evening Dirty Dom Mysterio is the new NXT North American champion as a distraction by the Judgment Day leads to Rhea hitting Wesley with the title belt and Dom making the pin and he is a singles champion for the very first time. What in the hell? The way I squished what? That was exactly <laughs> what I said. That's exactly how I sounded. I said it three times in a row. I'm not going to do it now because I need my voice. But God damn it. I said, huh? Excuse me. What the hell? My goodness. My goodness. Oh, my boy. Oh, nephew. Oh, nephew. It's all over but the shouting. Mm. Good Lord. But he's been an amazing champion. Yeah, he... This was a great time. So, you know, I also like Dom and... I also like Dom. So, like, while I'm very shocked and displeased, <laughs> I'm also happy for Dom because again I've always been seeing the potential in Dom while you were just happy for Brock Lesnar to beat him up I say give him a chance <laughs> I say give him a chance I see potential once he stops winning all the 
trying to do all the luchador, luchador things that his daddy does because he's not little like his daddy. He's like six feet or whatever. I don't know how tall he is. He just looks significantly taller than his father. So he can't do all these things. Once he gets out of that, we can see more. And we see it. So we shall see what he brings, which I think is cool. Because like everybody was always complaining, how come he didn't go to NXT? Because he's a Nepo baby. That's why he didn't go to NXT. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just don't go. Yeah, I know Charlotte was there and there's some other people, but he's Rey Mysterio's son. That's why he didn't go to NXT. I'm sorry, guys. He's there now, though. Relax. All right? Calm, Calm down. I think he's going to be a good champion. I can't wait for him to laud this championship everywhere and for him to just be like, look at me. I'm a champion as if he won it by himself. I. Oh, oh yeah. The way they're going to play this up, is gonna be fantastic. And you thought he was getting booed out the building before? Oh, he's Can't really wait. about to get in there parading around with this belt. And then now you see it's another layer as we were talking about on the dark match. Uh pay the five over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh now yeah. it's another layer to the judgment day story because now Finn is the only one with no with no significant something. Like Priest has yeah. the contract, um, mm-hmm. Rhea has the women's title. Now Dom has his North American title. Right. And here's Finn, you know, trying his best to get the title from Seth, and um, mm-hmm. we'll see if he'll be successful. And if he isn't, what that might lead to down the road with his position in Judgment Day. But again, more story layers to a, a bigger story uh, that they're telling so I maybe it'll be a three way at Great American Bash it'll be Mustafa Dom and Wes which mm-hmm. could be a low key banger yeah um, so I, you know just have to wait and see kind of how they want to progress uh, with mm-hmm. Dom going forward but yes this is you know everybody I guess gets back to NXT somehow and like you said mm-hmm. for all that time people were clamoring about Dom not being at NXT but I mean he's mm-hmm. here now and he's got a chance to work with some really good people and yep. he's at a level now where he can work with them oh. and everybody improves you know Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think this is great. I think this is fantastic. Um, yeah, he's he's he he's found his character, and now he's going to learn how to be a champion. And I think that's a very important progression in his career mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, like a single uh, champion. You know, he was a tag team champion, but it's different now. Yeah. Now he can like heal it up as much as he wants to do too, mm-hmm. and just like, solo thing. Yeah, so I really like what you said about like what's going on with Finn because I was just like, ooh, that means he's gonna be even more desperate to like to like get that championship. And like, what does a desperate Finn Balor look like? So that's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. Gonna be yeah. So 
Um, this edition of NXT ends in shock and awe as, I mean, everybody around the Performance Center is just, you know, shaking their heads, cussing, holding their heads, mouth to gate. Just can't believe that Dominic Mysterio done come down here and, for all intents and purposes, beat the people's champion at NXT because, you know, Wesley definitely through his fighting spirit and his never back down and never run away from a fight Definitely uh-huh. built up uh, a, a great following and a big fan base, and and those people were just um, so hurt to, to to see this title run end in this fashion to that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, what a championship! But what a championship run! He gave us like fresh new matches every time. He literally fought everybody because he never said no to seven people at the same time. And it was, like, a really good, like, journey seeing him, like, fight to find himself again. And it was just, it's been great. Nephew, you, you, you've been a great champion. You've been a great, great champion. So, I wonder, I think if you went to the main roster, him and Ricochet would be a hell of a tag team. They need to get Ricochet back into a tag team. I know they want to try to get him as a single star, but it just don't work. He's not a single. I mean, he can do some spectacular things as a single wrestler, but I think if he was in a for real bona fide tag team, that that would be the way to go with him. Mm-hmm. See, it's, it's because they made him talk. It's because they gave him a microphone. It was like, here, go have a personality and he doesn't, it's not you should have just kept in that Prince Puma mask. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's got physical charisma, but he doesn't have the microphone charisma. No. Maybe he's, like, really, like, charming in, like, real life. Right. And, like, he's a nice person. Like, I've seen him on, like, up, up, down, down things. He's, like, a really just, like, a nice guy. It seems just, like, really cool. But, like, when it comes to like the wrestling there because it's like you have to like make like a bigger personality mm-hmm. and like I don't think um just who he is just like regular just like nice guy and like there's not really a way to make that into like a- yeah he hasn't found he, he, he hasn't found his own personal way to turn himself up to a 10 right like, there's a way to do it. It's just he hasn't found it yet. Right, right. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody feels like, hey, there's this way I'd like to present myself. And I hope everybody sees me and, you know, mm-hmm. nice and gentle and, you know. But then everybody has this other side that they you mm-hmm. know, don't like to tap into as much where they're, you know. Yeah asshole or what is it and when you're a baby face you can't go there you know what i'm saying you can't go to that part that would be the natural thing for him to do is just be like oh okay let me turn heel and just turn up my asshole factor to 10 and then that would probably work but as a baby face it's much harder because you can't rely on just turning up your asshole you got to turn up like whatever it is that's your enduring quality and for him it's just the matches so you know what i'm saying he can turn his matches yeah. up all day long mm-hmm. but in wwe it's not about like if he was in aew it'd be no problem because he just go out there 
say a little bit and then just have a fire ass match after fire ass match after fire ass match and that would get him over but in WWE mm-hmm. that's 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 the least of the ways to get over yeah you gotta have so, like, like you gotta Seth, it out. yeah like Seth has always been able to do the moves and always been able to out wrestle like 95% of the people in WWE mm-hmm. but it wasn't until he turned this up this whatever this version of himself is turned mm-hmm. it to a, an 11 that the people right. got behind him and was like okay we want you to be the champion a uh, champion mm-hmm. you need the belt like Roman got all right. the belts you either need to beat Roman or they need to figure out some kind of way to get Seth Rollins the belt mm-hmm. yep but it wasn't until he put the character with the yeah. wrestling that people exactly. got to that point like not everybody can be like like Bailey at first, but even with like Bailey, like when she had her like baby face things, it was like it wasn't just I'm really nice. Like yeah, it was like I'm really nice. I'm here to be here. But when it came to that ring, it was a different story. It was just like okay, yeah, she's really nice. But once you get her in that ring, you bet you better hope that ponytail <laughs> don't <laughs> she don't tighten up that ponytail because you're gonna go for a ride. <laughs> So like if you're gonna be like a baby face, I think the to like have longevity with it, you have to like be kind of like a little bit of a badass. Mm. Like you gotta be kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin, kind of like baby face. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like like a Wesley or like an Adam Page, where like I'm I'm honorable and I have respect, but I'll fight anybody. Call my name and I'll fight you. So. <laughs> think you gotta be like I don't know if like he has that. So at least personality wise, he has it in the ring. Like you can't deny that. Right. But like once it comes to like it's like how I feel about like Kenny Omega. Like he's really great in the ring, but once you get him in that mic, I don't want him on that mic anymore. I'm right. like no. Right. He doesn't have the you know, there's very few people who are like a Braun or a Carmelo Mm-hmm. You know, where they're young, but they have the mic skills already. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. them, you know, I think for them, I would think that the mic skills would have been kind of the last thing that they would have kind of got. But it seems like they yeah. were well ahead on the mic skills and the wrestling mm-hmm. was kind of what they had to kind of, you know, yeah. kind of catch up with. But, you know, that's the reason why those two guys have been positioned the way they've been positioned. Those two guys are gonna headline a WrestleMania. Yeah. You gotta have like a certain like um, charm. Like it's just a certain like extra little razzle dazzle, little extra spice in there. Mm -hmm. Like just like an actual like charm and things that you can like turn on. So, and and he just has a fast What's very impressive, I think, between Braun and Carmelo is, okay, we're going to start you guys out this way. Figure it out. And they both went yeah. out there, figured it out, got to the top. Then they mm-hmm. said, okay, y'all at the top. We've been building this match from afar for over a year. Now y'all going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna wrestle, and then and then once y'all wrestle, not only are we gonna switch the titles, but we're gonna switch the roles too. And now go make that work. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, 
And now they've gone out, switched roles. And now Braun's making his heel thing work. And Carmelo's making his babyface thing work. Yeah. I mean, that's for the amount of experience that they have. They're on some next level type-ish. The both of them. So, that was NXT for this week, y'all. It was a lot of talking, but some <laughs> substantial uh, things mm-hmm. happened as well. Um, they got a huge number. They did almost 800,000 uh, with uh, Judgment Day down there again. They've been putting Judgment Day up Rhea Ripley moves the needle man that's why she's getting on as much tv as she can they they understand that yeah so shout out to her man she is like you know she's right up there with roman as like the star in wwe yeah i can see that yeah She's gonna be she the she's gonna be the next one that people are gonna start plucking out to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And she's super young too. She's still like only like twenty five, I think maybe. Wait, really? Twenty. She might be twenty six or twenty seven, but she's super young still. It's like they're building like the new, like more like the younger. So like he got her. You got like Binky, so like it's it's like a good like okay let's build up these stars too instead of like trying to still have like the like the staples but trying to give you also like new staples mm-hmm. like yeah. and like I I know they're trying to make Austin Theory a staple stop that something that, <laughs> like that yeah well they finna they they can't deny the 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 speeding two-ton ball that's rolling downhill by the name of L.A. Knight. Yeah. So, they finally getting with the program. Finally. It's because that man moving that merch. That's why. That's the that's the thing. When you start selling them t-shirts, they have mm-hmm. to, they got to, they got to start looking at you in a whole different light. I mean, only beat a chance. <laughs> I mean, not like you can't hear the crowd audibly every week, like getting louder and louder for him. But yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you can't ignore it. It's like when like New Day just stopped getting booed and start getting cheers. They're like, okay, we can't. They can't be bad guys anymore. <laughs> right. Like no matter. Speaking of like, what the New Day? <laughs> Everybody's hurt. Oh, Kofi's hurt too. Kofi had a broken ankle or some shit. He had to have surgery on his ankle. Of course, Big E's got the bad neck and Woods hurt something. But you know, they're all hurt. Damn. Yep. They're all hurt. I heard Kofi was close to coming back. But Mm -hmm. that's been a couple of weeks ago and I haven't heard any, I haven't seen anything else about him. But yeah, they're all, they're all down right now. Well, the last thing I saw Biggie, he said he was feeling 100%, but he's not sure of the timeline when he's coming back. That's going to be bananas <laughs> when he comes back. Yeah, he's definitely going to have to uh, change up his style. That dive through the damn ropes is not going to happen anymore. That move is yeah. out of the repertoire, sir. Um, but yeah, he's definitely going to have to be a lot 
more careful if he does decide to come back to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can. Hopefully he decides he wants to. Um, yeah. If he doesn't. And I just this the fuck away from him. <laughs> right. And if he doesn't, I mean, he could definitely, you know, they could definitely use him on commentary or right in the back or something. I'm pretty sure he's got a a good wrestling mind that they could use in some other form of fashion to keep him around the business and keep him involved with the company because I'm sure he doesn't want to just not be involved in the in the business altogether. But you could be their manager. Yeah. Yes. But it's you know good good guys rarely have managers, you know. So it's kind of. They could pull it off. Yeah, of course they could. They can make anything yeah. work. I mean, we. I want to get the day back though. I want them to be healed again. Start yelling at children again. <laughs> uh, um, I had a question. I wondered if uh, TNA was going to be smart enough to turn Trinity's belt into a glow belt and then sell it. They better. WWE missed out on that boy. Missed out because I would, I would have paid. Yeah, I would have paid the money. I would have paid them to get that goddamn girl. Not even girls. Guys would have bought that shit too. Yeah, everybody. Everybody would have bought it. Put them glow shoes that she had. Give me them light up shoes. I, I, it'd just be me and my apartment little dog just dancing with my glow (laughs) shoes on. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I would have bought it. Yeah, they they missed out on a huge opportunity. So I was thinking maybe uh, TNA would maybe see the the mistake in that and try to capitalize on the way WWE didn't. Mm. Nope. Nope, not yet anyway. But, but we'll see. I don't really watch TNA, but I did catch that that highlight. So I was very proud uh, to yeah, see yeah. her um, out here flourishing. Hopefully Sasha is getting better with her ankle. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. her her mending is, is going well and she'll be back out on the world scene of wrestling real soon mm-hmm. um, and uh, we can see some more good stuff from her um, but yeah all in all this is a very good episode of NXT this is definitely a building show towards Great American Bash so I expect next week uh, the go home show to be uh, real good, and then we'll have Great American Bash on the 30th. So, uh, good so wild. Great American Bash is at the end of the month. Makes <laughs> sense. Uh, well, Miss, well, I guess because they had the July 4th thing going that they already knew they were, and that was going to be a taped episode, so they were like, Well, we can't do it there, so I guess we'll just put it at the end of the month since we're not doing anything with SummerSlam this year. It's just we're not gonna have a PLE for SummerSlam in conjunction in conjunction with SummerSlam. So call it this summer bash, the slip and slide. I don't know. Don't call it Great American Bash. That doesn't make sense. Well, at this point, Miss Simmy, I'm gonna turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the WrestleCast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtag because I love reading your commentary. And one last shout out to my nephew, Wesley. He's not dying, but listen, shout out to you. <laughs> you pour are a great candy. For the I love title you. reign of Wesley. I will. 
tip of forty you did it. to the memory. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Miss Simi, for joining me here <laughs> once again on the NXT cast. Uh, thank you for providing your commentary with color this week and every week on this episode. It's so much fun. Thank you to Mr. Samuel Kalunga and Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me on this week's edition of the Raw cast. Check that out, cspn.us, where we review Monday Night Raw and we also get the latest news in the Mo Meltzer news segment. Shout out to the Tribal Chiefess, Jade to the Max. Uh, Roman wasn't on SmackDown, so jade wasn't on the programming but roman is going to be back next week and so that means jade will be back next week too see how it works folks? yeah <laughs> so every day the people need jade okay <laughs> so uh i'll be looking forward to talking to her next week shout out to um Didi Jonay, shout out to Jupiter Julep, shout out to Miss V, shout out to Queen Mel Mindy, shout out to uh, Madame Lizette, shout out to everybody on the Discord channels, uh, the WrestleCast, shout out to Quantum Central R, shout out to Anwar Starwin, uh, shout out to Terry's Boy, uh, shout out to everybody who's down with the CSPN and the WrestleCast, NXT cast, uh, shout out to everybody who uses the hashtag NXT cast each and every Wednesday night and sh- or Tuesday night and shares our commentary with color with us. Uh, we greatly enjoy it, just like Miss Simi says. Always entertaining the commentary with color. So, for my co host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtag. I always give everything. When I step into this ring, it means something. These people, they feel something. And all I will make you feel at the Great American Bash is defeat. Okay. Wait, so you telling me you think I don't feel? You think I don't feel the weight of this championship and what it means to represent this? You think I don't feel the animosity from all of my peers in the back? You think I don't feel the criticism of the world just because I hold this championship? Ilya, I feel everything. You and me, it's gonna be a fight. I know that, and everybody knows that. But there is nobody more qualified to face me at Great American Bash than you. So you need to understand, I plan on having a long, long title reign. And when it rains, it pours. And by the end of it all, I'm gonna be swimming in W's. At Great American Bash, you will feel me. Because I am Mr. P-L-E. And I will hit different. To hit different and hit harder than ever before because if you don't the mellow dynasty you are building will fall apart 
and no disrespect. It takes a lot of strength and passion to hold that title. But it doesn't matter how much of a great champion you think you are. At the Great American Bash, the most intense man in NXT, this Matt Dragon will blow fire you cannot control. On July 30th, I'm gonna blow that fire out. And for one of us, it's gonna be champagne. And for the other, it's gonna be just pain. <laughs>